What it do, golf fans. Welcome back to the Turned Ours Golf Podcast. This is Liam. Alongside me is Jack. It was another great week in golf. We had a, what I would consider a pretty shocking result of the past week. I mean, Sam Burns, great win. Jack, how'd your week go? Let's just talk about the fact it's back-to-back weeks with a come-from-behind win on Sunday. You know, the betting man would be really thrilled with how these last two weeks have been going if they ended up picking the winner each time. Unfortunately, I don't I, I get too nervous making those bets, but hopefully you've been able to to squeak out a little bit of money on that because I know you're a big fan of it. Oh, I mean, let's be honest. If we're talking money, I mean, I think I texted you. This was the week to follow my picks. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, you did good this week. I I mean, there was we'll we'll just stick with your lineups. We don't got to go over anything in mine. Yeah, preferably. <laughs> All right. So so Sam Burns did win. Obviously, it was an impressive win. It was it was unfortunate to see in terms of the breakdown. I'm not going to lie to you guys, anybody that's listening, because of Memorial Day, I did not see as much golf as I had hoped. I know Jack was watching a lot of it. He was kind of keeping me updated. Uh, it's been kind of a mess of a weekend on my end. But what was the most surprising part of the weekend for you? Scotty Scheffler's putting. Really? It was from six feet and in, 100%. If it was six feet, one inch and longer, he was putting it to six feet. It was wild. So, all right, you you texted me on, what was that, Sunday morning? And you were like, hey, if he wins this, this is going to be, this is going to be like Tiger levels of insanity. Now now that he lost, are you worried that he's going to like, lose the touch or is it the kind of thing where he just needs to come back to it for kind of for the open yeah i mean he really had a struggling week and you know finished second poor guy (laughs) no yeah this is unbelievable season to just follow um it's hard to compare to tiger because tiger never played a full season tiger picked and chose his whole or pick and chose his whole career whereas scotty shuffler's already played 16 or 17 events so it's hard to compare anybody to tiger now but the season that we're seeing is just stupid. And uh, it's just, it's unbelievable as a golf fan to watch. I know a lot of common people are probably like, oh, here's Scotty Scheffler again. But it's it's just unbelievable as a golf diehard to watch. How did you feel about the, uh, the, the weekend as a whole and all those guys on the top of the leaderboard? Because I know I was talking to you a little bit about Varner because he was up on top of the leaderboard for a while and then just kind of fell apart and like, I felt like there was a lot of names on top of the leaderboard that didn't didn't aren't that well known in terms of the everyday golfer. I mean, yeah, we know them in DFS, but you're you're telling me the bunch of people are taking Pat Perez to finish top ten when he finishes T eleventh. I mean, that's a that's a pretty sneaky bet right there. So, did you kind of feel that at all in terms of the play of the weekends? It's hard to say because as a diehard golfer, I go, oh yeah, there's Brandon Todd. You know, it's, it's just an everyday thing for me. So that's probably more for your um, specification. You know, every once in a while, just coming in going, oh, there's Pat Perez. But there's a lot of guys up there that compared to the Scotty Schefflers of the world are not that level. But it was just another day, another tournament. There's always going to be guys. The worst part, Jack, is I couldn't think of Brendan Todd's name for the longest time. So that's mm. why I went to Pat Perez. I was like, gotcha. who's the guy that played really well at the top of the leaderboard whose name is totally escaping me? And yeah, it was Brendan Todd. So, all right. Do you want to go over uh, DraftKings and FanDuel? 
Yeah, I mean, let me just go ahead and tell you that DraftKings is on bypassing. If you followed that lineup, it sucks to be you. Um, <laughs> but if you followed FanDuel, you had a chance to get in money. I squeaked out 372.3. Really good. Stuart Sink missed the cut. Justin Thomas missed the cut. Just horrific. But we had Scheffler second, Davis Raleigh fourth, Kevin Na seventh, and Lucas Glover 40th. Pretty good lineup. Um, you know, you get one more guy that makes the cut that should have. And yeah. JT or sink, and you're talking a lot of money. So there you go. That makes sense. No, yeah, you had some. I in DK, I felt like you had a good lineup all week, and then all of a sudden, I looked on Friday afternoon, and it just kind just of fell up. apart. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of fell apart on you. So, all right, well, I'll run through mine real quick. Uh, DK had Willie Z, he missed cut. Uh, Max Homa, T23, uh, Tommy Fleetwood. That that was kind of disappointing from Fleetwood. I feel like there was a lot of of expectation that he was going to play well this weekend, and and not that thirty fifth is bad, but it's just kind of, eh. yeah. I'll say it was great because I had him in a top forty bet. Well, there you go. That, yeah, that worked work great for you. Um, that was awesome. Harold Varner the third T twenty seven. Mav McNeely the cut machine missed cut, and then Austin Smotherman T sixty three. Uh, FanDuel, I had Spieth, T7th, Homa, T23rd, Gooch, T27th, Fleetwood, T35, Brian Harmon missed the cut, Pat Perez, T12. You know, what are you going to do there? Yeah. I still didn't win money on that lineup as wild as it sounds. So. I know. But, I mean, if we're talking bright spots, if you followed my picks, 8 4 11. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to talk about Kevin Na plus 130 for top 20 check. Davis Riley plus 190 top 20 check. Chris Kirk minus 140 for top 40 check. Spieth top 20 minus 160 check. Patrick Reed plus 110 top 40 check. Mito Pereira plus 190 top 20 check. Tommy Fleetwood top 40 check. Lucas Glover top 40 plus 150 check. I mean, that was a heck of a, a heck of a time. And I still haven't even counted up the units, but we might be looking up in double digit unit territory. There you go. That's a, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, Glover with the 150, you hit some nice numbers on that one. Mito plus 190 and Mito Davis Riley plus 190. So that's nuts right there. That's all 3.8 units right there off the bat. That adds up. So Jack went eight for 11. I only stuck to my four. I went two for four. Palmer, Ryan Palmer, top 40 was that W. He snuck in over there with that tied 40th. We're going to take it all day. <laughs> uh, Fowler, top 40 was an L. Steven Yeager, top 40 was an L. And then Chris Kirk, top 40 was a W. So we'll see. I'm still hanging out right around three units. I think I'm now a little under three as opposed to a little over three. But hey, any profits, good profit at the end of the day. I, I didn't even count it up just because depending on what you know, if you do FanDuel or DraftKings, there's different dead heat reductions. Yep. So for Glover, he finished on 40. So it, you can take that either way. Um, I know you're going to talk about course history. So I will go ahead and count that up. And then when you finish with that, I'll give you a number. All right. Well, well, give me a little bit. Give me a little bit here. You're a little ahead of me. I'm going to go through last week's winners. Um, Jack had Max Homa with the parentheses on Justin Thomas. Homa finished tied 23rd. Uh, Justin Thomas completely missed the cut. So you lucked out and not taking JT. Um, me, on the other hand, I took Brian Harmon. And then I looked at Chris Kirk, who was right next to him in the, in the numbers on DraftKings. And 
Brian Harmon missed the cut. Chris Kirk was tied 15th. So that was absolutely brutal. Um, our wild picks, we unfortunately, Jack and I both lost. He had Lucas Glover top 20 at plus 450. Which that looks was, good at the beginning. It looked very good. Um, so that was a loss. And then I had Ryan Palmer top 10 at plus 500. That was a loss. So, you know, wild picks lost. But I think we've, I mean, right now we're, what, one for six on, on wild picks? It's not. Yeah. If we can keep that percentage, not the worst thing ever. So, all right, this week, do you have the numbers? Yeah, I am up 7.2 units this week, um, almost doubling. We had, for myself, 4.62 units the week before. So I'll have to count it up, but I think I'm nearing 20 units up on yeah, you, sportsbook picks. You are crushing the game. And so Jack is doing great. Uh, but are you ready to go to the Memorial this week? Listen, I got my Jack Nicholas shirt on. I don't know if you can see that. We are okay. ready. All right, so we are going to the Memorial at Murfield? Murfield Village, yeah. All right, Murfield Village. Uh, it is a par 72, 7,500 plus yards. It ranged anywhere from 7,500 to 7,590, but it's a long course. It's all that you need to know on it. Um, you'll notice that this is going to be an extremely stacked field. This will probably be the last time you see a lot of these big names before the Open. The Open is June U.S. 6th, Open. Or, Yes, the U.S. Open. Thank you. Um, the U.S. Open. That's in a couple of weeks here. So a lot of these big names are going to do this one last refresher. And then they're probably going to take a couple of weeks off before that. Uh, one of the things to look into this course would be John Rahm. Uh, and Patrick Cantlay. And Patrick Cantlay. Because they are wild at this course. And they have been in contention each of the past three years. They've both won it. Uh, John Robb has some wild history here. So last year he got, he was winning through three rounds and then got uh, had to withdraw because of COVID and he had a, what, four shot lead. Something like that. And Patrick Cantlay took it. And one of the wildest things ever. And you just got to feel for Rom, even though he's gotten his due share of victories, but he yeah. was commanding that field. Yeah. He, he got, he, he's been all over the place on this course and it's been really kind of, insane to see just all of the different outcomes from Rom throughout the, the years on this, but him can't lay more have all had a couple of top five finishes this course. There are a few things that you're going to want to focus on when you're looking at players in this course, you want to look at you know, uh, somebody with a good approach game and you really want them to be good off the tee, preferably tee to green, of course, but it driving accuracy is going to be an important part to this course. If you miss fairways, it, it's quite penal, basically. That's that's really what we're going for. <laughs> Jack, did you really laugh at a penal joke? <laughs> Caught me you, off guard. Caught me off you, guard. Are you kidding me? I'm a seven-year-old wow. at heart. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, as we said, last year's winner was Patrick Cantlay. It, let's not kid ourselves. Ron would have been in the mix, but again, he had to pull out due to COVID. <laughs> oh, my God, you're a child. Uh, all right, Jack. Are, are, are we just getting right into that? Yeah, <laughs> I think I've had too much coffee. <laughs> Just gonna get into it. <laughs> All right, get me get me started here, Jack. We're we're gonna do 10k range. I got five guys listed. We got Xander Shoffley all the way up to John Rahm. Everybody's good except for Cantley this week, which is hard for me to say because Cantley's a monster, but he has not proven this year to me. Um, with 122nd at the PGA, 96 at the players, two of the biggest tournaments in the world and a miscut. Everything else has been fine, but 
I just, regardless of course history, not I got the gut feeling. So I don't hate Cantley this week because it's not a major. So I think he's actually going to play decently. Um, is it bad? I kind of want to fade Rom. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, honestly, I'm honestly looking to avoid him because I think he's going to be so high owned on this course. I'm, I'm, I'm scared to get up to him. I mean, yes and no. I mean, when you go that high, you take a gamble on your entire lineup, like I did with Justin Thomas last week. Yeah. But he's coming around now. I mean, two weeks ago or two weeks ago for him, when um, obviously played in PGA last time. So week off to recover. And of course, he's all familiar with could be really good, but 50 50 on that one. And it's hard because the same reason that I just talked about that you might want to pick Rom is why you might want to pick Cantlay. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just, every once in a while, I get a gut feeling. And even though I love Cantlay, and I think you know I love Cantlay, just, I don't know. It's got a feeling. I, so, all right. I, I think my two guys on this range that I'm really looking at are uh, Rory and, and Morikawa, personally. Yeah. Rory's going to agree. I think it's, I think it's Rory's tournament to lose. I think he's been playing great recently. So, I think he's, he's definitely somebody I like, especially if you don't want to take Rom like everybody else. Morikawa's played here three times. He finished first, 47th, and second. So, you know, there's that. Um, I mean, Xander Shoffley will be good. I Again, he's going to play great. But the dude hasn't won a, an individual PGA Tour event in ever, six years, it feels like. I mean, the dude doesn't win these. He finishes top 20. He's going to get you points. But I want somebody that's, that's got more win, win equity in them. We'll recycle this when he ends up winning because of the comments he just made. Or can't lie. Hey, you know what? If he does, then then that's fine. But more power again, to him. Yeah, I'm a Rory Collin guy. So, any other thoughts? Again, everybody this week is going to be good in this range. More likely than not, obviously there will be cases that they miss the cut or get 60th. More likely than not, you'll get your rate of return on these guys. Yeah. So even though I'm saying Cantlay might not win, he's probably still going to be 30th. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to do, most of these guys could be in your lineup. You know, there's nothing wrong about putting a guy in here. Yeah, I agree. So, all right, all right, let's get into to the, the stacked hit. field. Yeah, this is this is stacked. This is loaded. Uh, Smaller, load. but loaded. I mean, this bottom nine k range is dangerous, in my opinion. Uh, so we're going from Shane Lowry at nine k up to Cameron Smith at ninety nine hundred. So, where do you want to start me off, Jack? I want to start you off with the best players in the world. Um, all are hot right now. Okay, it I is... don't see Scotty Shuffler in this range, but okay. Okay, well, I'm not talking, obviously. <laughs> uh, we're I mean, you're talking what? Okay, barely in the high single digits <laughs> in the world. So Cameron Smith has proven that he's one of the best players in the world time and time again. I don't know why he's not 10-5. There must be something. Jordan Spieth arguably one of the hottest golfers in the world right now, if not the hottest golfer in the world in the last couple of weeks, Will Zalatoris. I can't read him. He's the only guy that I'm not like fighting to put in my lineup or etching around yeah. Hovland 15 for 16 on cuts. Yep. Dangerous. The only one he sucked at was waste management. Hideki Matsuyama has done phenomenal discourse and honestly hasn't had his best weeks in the last, you know, four or five weeks, except for the AT&T. Yep. But at this price range, he's dangerous. Matt Fitzpatrick, um, putting machine, second and fifth in his last two. And Shane Lowry is undeniably one of the best players in the world and having the most underrated season of the year. Boom. 
All right, so I'm going to I'm gonna give you a little rundown of a couple of my thoughts on that. So Cam Smith's at 9-9 because that dude is not accurate off the tee. I think that's the only reason he's there. Um, I think there's a little bit of weariness this course. It does not scream complete Cam Smith fit just based on the fact that he is inaccurate off of the tee. Mm-hmm. Now, again, he could be accurate this week, and then he's going to go, you know, run, run it wire to wire. But who knows? Uh, Spieth is dangerous, obviously. He's been playing great recently. You, I could easily see him winning this. Um, loves Al Torres. Not, don't love him more. I hate this. The last like three weeks, he's been more expensive than Matsuyama and Fitzpatrick, I think, too. Or no, last week it was Fleetwood. But the point being is that like he's more expensive than these guys that I feel like that are the same level of him. And I can't read it. I can't because it's regardless of if you take majors away, because like I explained to one of our buddies, his swing is so one plane where. Yeah you get to these majors and whatever everyone else does, he's going to be in the mix because he doesn't make mistakes. And I think when you get on, and I'm putting air parentheses, when I say this, a normal course or a normal tournament, where there's a little bit more room for error and a little lower scoring, um, there's going to be some guys that are just going to bypass them. And I think that's why you're seeing with his four missed cuts, it's at the Charles Schwab um, or the Shriners, you know what I mean? Or the, you know, there's just tournaments where there's going to guys are going to beat him. So I can't read him. Yeah. So I, I, I'm probably going to avoid him, but if you want to be different and you want to pick somebody that's going to be low owned, he's not a bad pick. Uh, Hovland again, he's so terrifying around the green. He's if he, if, if he was better around the green then I obviously he'd be an extra like thousand dollars more, but I can't do that between Matsuyama Fitzpatrick and Lowry. Can I play all three? I mean, I mean, you guys got to finance it the right way. Yeah, you got to you got to find the right lineup. But honestly, any if you can get two of those three, or even just any one of those three, sign me up. I'm here for it. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I hear you on that one. So, all right, you ready for the 8K range? Yeah, because there's some guys in here. Uh, there's some are. killers in here. Let me run through. So we got 8K with Seamus Power and Mito, and we got 8,900 with Mr. Sungjae. Let's be honest here. Sungjae is probably the most overpicked player in this range that I would say would be my guess. Yep. Maybe Cameron Young, if it's just a bunch of weekend golfers that are going, oh, he did well in the major, but he's also had third, second, third at his last three starts. Super good. Davis Riley has been unbelievable this last couple of events, but I think that it, if not Mito, his countryman Joaquin Neiman will stand alone in this category. Uh, okay. Interesting. That that's, so, that that's, that's the guy in the range. Joaquin. I like Neiman. I like him a lot this week. So eight of the last 11 winners of this tournament have been American. Just well, gonna, time to break the streak. Yeah. Just go throw that one out there. now. Yeah. just let you know, but no, I don't, I, again, Joaquin's a great pick. Um, Sung J will be highly owned, but he's in a good spot. I don't blame it. I'm actually, I'm kind of a fan of Cam Young this week. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think he's, he's been playing really, really good recently. And this screams like a course that somebody's going to come out and get their first win at because of how many, First-time winners have already been on tour this year. Yeah, in the season, Homa's on fire. Uh, he's finished top five, by the way, five times in the last calendar year. He's won like three of those five. 
That's wild. I mean, yeah, if he gets up year. there, if he gets up there, he's going to play well. Uh, Davis Riley, solid. I mean, he, he if you if you want somebody that's going to be really solid in the, in the middle of your lineup, that's a great choice. Uh, Berger, no. He's, he's again, I haven't seen it post injury, injury concerns. Charles Schwab, I think he was top 20 or top 25. Though. Uh, uh, do I want to, I'll see it again. I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. It's, it's a thought and maybe you can, maybe it could be like a wild pick if I really wanted to, but put him up there for top 10 or something, but I'm sure he's already bet up there. Um, Joaquin's a good one. I kind of like Keegan Bradley. I feel like, and I don't mean to poop on your parade, but I feel like every time he gets to this position, we say, I like Keegan Bradley this week. Here comes the 50 bomb. I feel like he's not being talked up this week, though. Hmm. I feel like the weeks we talk him up and everybody else loves him. I have not heard a lot of love from him in all the, in all the, the researching I've done. There's not a lot of Keegan Bradley love. So I don't know if he's going to be a bet. I don't know if he's going to be a wild card. I don't know what I'm going to do with him, but he might end up in a, uh, in there somewhere for me. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. yeah, exactly. So, all right. Any other thoughts on AK? No, honestly, I just, there's so many guys in this field that I obviously being Jack Nicholas Memorial, there's going to be a stacked field, but even going out in the seven K range, there's some killers. Yeah, I mean your your favorite guy in all of golf is 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 pretty high up in this range. I think my two favorite golfers in the world are pretty high up in this range. <laughs> all right, so so we're at seven k. We are going from oh, I just ran past it all. We're going from Denny McCarthy, R- Russell Knox, Herbert, and Sink, all the way up to P. Reed, Patrick Reed, and Billy Horschel. Yeah, I mean, I'll just start us off by. Billy Horschel's really not done well the last couple of weeks after having a tremendous beginning of the year. I love, and I might vomit saying this. I love Patrick Reed this week. I might vomit, but I, I loved him last week. He did well. He's really coming around. I think his um, woes are beginning to end. And I think this might be the last time we see him above or below 8,000 for the rest of the year. So I'm capitalizing on that. P. Reed. Okay. Interesting choice. And again, currently vomiting in my mouth while I'm saying that. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Um, you said Billy Horschel. I'm not picking him. We're not in Florida, so he's not making it into the lineup. That's my rule with Billy Horschel. If we're in the state of Florida, I play, I play him. Otherwise, he gets skipped over. This so week, Billy Ho, Florida, KH Lee, TPC. Yes, yes. And it's, it's all metrics, but it's the way it goes. This week, we're in Ohio. We're not in Florida. So Billy's not making it out of the bag. P. Reed's played well the last couple of weeks. I, I, you know, I haven't been, I haven't been missing out not having him in my lineup the last couple of weeks, needless to say. I haven't sat there and been like, dang, you know what would have really saved my lineup? Patrick Reed. <laughs> like, I'm not, I haven't been saying that. So I'm fine staying away from him. Um, all right. Bryson's under 8K. So if he plays, that's a big if. Keep an eye out. There you yeah, go. Enough said. <laughs> I'll even say this is like a precursor because there may or may not be bets from one of us or both of us or Bryson, but top 40 odds are pretty good for the man. Um, you know, he's proven regardless of what he's doing, he's one of the best players in the world. And exactly what you said, T to green. This is a course where he could really step up, um, but you just never know. 
Yeah, I mean, and then if he withdraws again, then all you do is you just cash out your, you know, you get your dollar back or whatever on your bet if you want to throw something small on that, like, or on that with him. And then, you know, call it good. Uh, I don't hate Siwoo Kim this week. And then the other guy I'm a big fan on is Aaron Wise. I thought you were going to sing a little jingle really quickly when you announced that last one. Siwoo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryder Cup jingle. Go for it. I can't do it. I can't do it. He <laughs> he, I don't know if he's played well enough for the for the Ryder Cup jingle, but but yeah, I, Aaron Wise is one that I'm I'm a pretty big fan of this week, so I I'll I'll probably make my way down to him. Uh, Ricky Fowler, seventy two hundred. Uh, okay, he Jackson. I was just I I know everyone at home can't see my screen, but I know Liam can. Ricky yeah. Fowler was open with my notes on him. Talk to me. What do you like about him? I think much like I said about Patrick Reed, number one, the putter is really good, except for if you take away Sunday for Ricky Fowler, where I think he shot like 75, 76, he was in it. He was in it, you know, top 20, top 30 the whole week. He looked really good. The ball striking was good. The putter was really good. Um, And I think that at this low of a price for this caliber of a golfer, it's a good pick. But you could also say the same thing about Denny McCarthy, who's having a heck of a year. Yep. Just cut machine, played 20 events. Um, worst is like 56 in his last eight, I think. So look out for him too. There you go. I don't I don't dislike him either. He's also a pretty uh pretty good choice. Are you ready to get into 6K? I feel like we've rattled off quite a few names there. Yeah, and I'm gonna blow past this one. Usually I have a couple guys that I've you know scouted out, and I think this is a really good blah blah blah. I think the only guy that may be worth it is Sahith Tagala or Matt Wolf. I think there's two guys right there that if you're here, you're here. Listen, let's, this isn't a bright, bright category here, but they've proven that they can be there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're at 6,900, like Joel Dobbins, fine. Troy Merritt's fine. I'm not, you know, I'm not excited to put those guys in my lineup, but if they're my sixth guy, I can make that work. Um I agree, though. I think that, yeah, Thagala, Matt Wolf at 6,500 are really, really good options. And then where was, uh, where's Willett? I thought he was in there. He's at 62. Is he 62? He's kind of, he's kind of the low flyer, I feel like, for the week. He hasn't played in a while, but he's always kind of a, kind of a sneaky guy to pull out. Nine of 16 on cuts. There's, there's worse options down here. I just think if you're down here, your surgeon hasn't been probably the area that you should be looking for, but you never know. Unfortunately, I wanted my lineup, so I'm at that point. So that's why I'm just throwing out Danny Willett. But <laughs> you're do doing I, a do, little do, research. Do, do, but do I love the play on him? No, but unfortunately, that's kind of what we've come to at that point. So I hear you on that one. Those are a few of the guys. Are you ready to go through DraftKings? Yeah. Right All right. Done. Do Let's start off with, you know, DraftKings. I did a little more of a middle lineup, which I don't really do, but Victor Hovland, 9-3. Matt Fitzpatrick, 9-1. Davis Riley, 8-6. Joaquin, 8-3. Ricky Fowler, 7-2. And Denny McCarthy, 7. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, you did do a middle. Man, you're a fan of Vic again this week. I kind of hope he sucks because i don't have anything <laughs> i don't have anything with victor in it and i'd be very okay with, with hovland i kind of hope he sucks <laughs> hey i i'm not big on on victor hovland this week so i hope he plays bad um on dk i'm doing uh colin morikawa at 10-4 fitzpatrick at 9-1 
Cam Young at 8-8, Siwoo Kim at 7-6, Aaron Wise at 7-5, Sahith Tagala at 6-5. That's a make or break right there at the bottom yeah. two. Oh, yeah. it's a uh, That's a sketchy lineup a little bit. I'm going to be holding on to my cheeks a little bit on, on, on Friday afternoon. <laughs> Jeez. And then I'll just jump right out of my fan on the transition of the year. I got a um, bunch of the same guys. So Davis, Riley, Joaquin, Matt Fitzpatrick, um, Denny McCarthy. But I also have Mito Pereira and Patrick Reed. So really another middle of the lineup, middle of the road lineup. Again, nobody at 12,000, nobody at 6,000. Yeah, that's fair uh yeah okay both your lines middle are interesting i did a little little more top heavy i did rory mcelroy at 11 8 shane lowry at 10 8 matt fitzpatrick at 10 5 cam young at 10 2 aaron wise at 8 8 and danny willett at 7 9 so we Could will be worse see for sure those top four guys i'm hoping to get some good finishes out of i hope aaron wise probably plays well and then if Danny Willett makes a cut, I'm dangerous. <laughs> if that's Danny a, I, know, I know it's a big if, it's not likely that Danny Willett's gonna make the cut. But if he does, then I'm then I look smart. Genius. So, all right, Jack, do you want to run through how many bets you got this week? Twenty eleven. Only eleven. Hey, eleven was the number for me last week, so I'm looking righty mighty fine for another eleven bets to keep me going. Okay. Run me, run me Listen, when you're when you get up to almost 20 units up in sportsbook, you keep going. You ride the hot train. That's fair. So, everybody sit down, grab a snack. <laughs> All right. So starting off, Ricky Fowler, top 40, plus 110. Chris Kirk, top 40, minus 110. Abe Answer, top 40, minus 110. Not sounding the alarm. He will make the cut scratch 35th and he will win me some money p reed top 40 minus 140 davis riley top 20 plus 200 i have mito Pereira going back to another top 20 at plus 150 i have joaquin neiman top 20 at plus 150 i have hideki matsuyama top 20 at plus 120 cam smith at top 20 is a wash matt fitzpatrick top 10 plus 225 Rory McIlroy, top 10, plus 115. Obviously, all these odds are subject to change, and if I find something on a different sports book, I'll probably capitalize on some better odds. There you go. That's the, uh, that's the way to do it. So that was, all right, that was 11 you just rattled through? Okay. Yeah, I had to catch my breath at the end. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, grab, grab a drink of water or something. I'm going to run through. I, had, uh, I did six this week. So I'm doing a little more trying to kind of separate it. I need something to get me back on the streak. Jack, I'm going to just start like stealing all your, your bets. All right. So you should be doing and dude. Then just start taking them for myself. But yeah, dude, you'd be up 20, whatever. And then you could put them on your crap plus three fifty <laughs> wild cards. Yes. So, all right. I'm going to start off with Aaron wise, top 40 minus minus one ten. Denny McCarthy, top 40 plus plus one twenty five. KH Lee, top 40 plus one twenty five. Cam Young, top 20, plus 140. Sahith Tagala, top 40, plus 260. And then I'm going to do Bryson with a parenthesis, assuming he doesn't withdraw, top 40 at plus 110. And if he withdraws, then I'll just cancel out that bet for next time and I'll have five listed. But (laughs) 
we'll we'll figure that out. Cross that you, bridge when we get yeah, there. We'll yeah, we'll cross that bridge if you if you tease it up on the first hole. So all That's right, awesome. Jack. What are you thinking for the uh for the winner? Matt Fitzpatrick, and then my backup is Joaquin Neiman. Oh, oh. All right, Matt Fitz. Putting machine. The other guy I think about is Rory. Like you said earlier, it's his tournament to lose. Um, but I just think the last couple of weeks, Fitzpatrick has really shown he's Fitz magic. And I don't know. I just, like I said, get that gut feeling about Joaquin that I had about Max Homa when he won. So you never know. Yeah, I uh, I don't blame you. I'm... Decisions, decisions. I'm going to do... I'm going to do Cam Young. Cameron Young is going to be my pick this week. Well, that's a waste of a pick. Why? <laughs> he will not win this. Okay. That's fine. If he wins, I will get a tattoo of CY on the bottom of my foot. Uh, you don't have to. Don't even worry oh, about it. Please. All right. <laughs> but, he's, but he's my pick. So I'm not doing any parentheses, anything extra on this guy. I'm going to have Cameron Young be my pick for the week. I thought Don will. My, my only other thought was uh, Shane Lowry, but I'm hmm. not, I'm not, I'm not doing parentheses on him. Why not? Why not? Because I, I, I'm, I'm Cam Young this week. He's my yeah, guy. There's no harm in having a backup if you're thinking about it. All right. Well, I'll, again, I'll have Shane written down as a, you can put it in parentheses and then a bracket Shane Lowry. If you feel <laughs> a little extra parentheses. All right. Whatever. They ignore me. Right, <laughs> you ready for the wild pick. Yeah, I'll start us off right now. Plus 4,500. <laughs> Joaquin Neiman, round one leader. Lock it in. Wait, wait. you have round one leader plus 4,500? 4,500, Joaquin Neiman, lock it in. All right, well, now that makes my plus 450 look, look feeble. <laughs> you can bet that 10 times over. Um... It's not my fault. You, you took a ridiculous one. I'm trying <laughs> to still. I'm still trying to hit hit my number. Oh gosh. No, no, screw it. I'm gonna go Keegan Bradley top ten is plus four fifty. Whoa, Jesus. That's I, told a... you I was gonna. I was gonna do a Keegan Bradley bet. Whew. It's a wild pick. That's why it's not in a. It's not in my bets. You know, if if your winner in your wild card hit. I have no idea what to say. Uh, sorry. I'm just that's that's what I got on my research. There's a reason why Keegan Bradley's a wild pick, guys. Don't don't go betting these these Joaquin Neiman first round leaders and Keegan Bradley top tens. Oh, I'll be betting Joaquin Neiman first round leader. <laughs> okay, well, if you're like Jack, then you could do it. But otherwise, don't feel stressed to do it. If you are up with your sports book decks, you can bet stupidly. Oh man. All right. Well, we got the memorial this week. And then next week we go to Canadian RBC uh, Canadian. Canadian. And then we go to the open. It's going to be fun. U S open. The open I, is in Scotland. It's two different things. You're going to piss some golfers off. I, I apologize. In two weeks, we'll be at the U S open, but this week we're at the memorial. We are in Dublin this week, just Dublin, Ohio, not Dublin. Ireland. <laughs> so, all right, let's go out there. Otherwise, you'd pick Shane Lowry. Then, then I would pick Shane Lowry. And I, honestly, I don't hate him during the Open. But let's go out there this week, everybody. Let's just go out there and win a bunch of money. Let's do it. Let's have a good one.
Deuces. Peace.